pierce through me, cut through me, open me up, do your surgical work in me, until I see like you see, pierce through me, cut through me, open me up, do your surgical Take away every spiritual glaucoma I need to see I don't want to see men like trees I need to see We don't want to see men like trees We need to see We need to see We need to see, can you say, pierce through me, God, pierce through me, come through me, open me up, do your surgical work in me, till I see, like you see, pierce through me, God, pierce through me, come through me, open me up. Do your surgical work in me Till I see like you see Pierce through me, God, pierce through me Cut through me, open me up Do your surgical work in me Till I see like you see This is our prayer, pierce through us, God Zando 
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Shed a link, shed a link, shed a link, shed a link. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. We are thanking God for a beautiful night such as this, such as this. Somebody say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Ragata <laughs> 
Somebody thank God. Somebody thank God. Somebody thank God. Even for the gift of life. Somebody thank God. Even for the gift of life. Somebody thank God. We are praying and we are thanking God for a successful service in the name of Jesus. We are thanking God for the abundance of revelation. We are thanking God for breathing his life into us. We are thanking God for the bread of life, for the bread of life, for the bread of life. Makadosha, Mazolimata, Rakadosha, Mazilimata, Rakadoha, Epelebaha, Rakatapapa, Lekoshatapa, Rapatagatapa. Somebody, are you praying? Somebody, are you praying? Somebody, are you praying? Lekodomanadosha, Mazulamata, Vradoskizaha, Lekodomasha, Evanadapa, Ekodosha, Matapapa, Rabataha, Ekodomasha, Rakadosha, Mazalebaha, Lekodomata, Rabata. Are you praying? Are you praying? I want to see a yes. Are you praying? I want to see a yes. Let the heavens open. Let the heavens open. Let the heavens open. In the name of Jesus. Makasuta, Bradoshi Paradaha, Akadubaha, Rabadabaha, Le Kodabaha, Rabadabaha, Le Kodabaha, Radabadabaha. Somebody declare her, open heavens, somebody declare her, open heavens, somebody declare her, open heavens, somebody declare her. Yeah, Matubaradosha, Matababa, Rakadabaradosha, Matsudabata, Bradosha Penebab, Rakadabaha, Le Kodabaha, Radabadabada. Jesus, I come through for your people tonight, oh God. 
Somebody's crying out for a breakthrough. Somebody say, Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. In the next one minute, Father, we thank you. In the next one minute, Father, we thank you. In the next one minute, Father, we thank you. In the next one minute, Father, we thank you. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We ask of you to speak to us tonight, to reveal things to us tonight, to open our eyes tonight, to teach us tonight. In the name of God the Father, Christ the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, and the believers will shout a huge Amen. Turn your Bibles with me to the book of John, the Gospel of John. The sixth chapter, reading from the verse 22. John chapter 6 verse 22 reading through to verse 40 I need to see I don't want to see men like trees I need to see the Bible begins with with the next day the next day which means that this scripture is the continuation of something that has happened in the past the day before jesus had already fed five thousand men and we all know the story right where jesus gave thanks and prayed over the loaves and the fishes and fed five thousand men besides the women and children now the reason this scripture is very important and this sermon is very important is that john is the only one in the bible who recorded it this preaching of jesus christ none of the gospels recorded it matthew did not record it mark did not record it luke did not record it john is the only one who recorded the scripture so this scripture is very very important because it is only recorded in the gospel according to john are we together so john chapter 6 verse 22 now after jesus fed the five thousand men verse 22 
on the following day when the people who had who were standing on the other side of the sea saw that there was no other boat other on the side there was no other boat except the one that his disciples had entered and that jesus had not entered the boat with his disciples but his disciples had gone away alone verse 23 however other boats came from tiberias near the place where they ate bread after the lord had given thanks verse 24 when the people therefore saw that jesus was not there nor his disciples they also got into boats and came to capernaum seeking jesus verse 25 and when they found jesus on the other side of the sea they said to him rabbi when did you come here now let's do a bit of recap after jesus fed five thousand men the bible said he told the disciples go on your way whilst i send the people back so jesus went to pray until it was night about dawn and he came back and the bible said he saw that there were no boats around and the disciples were already in the middle of the sea so jesus looking around and finding no boat decided to walk on the sea to meet the disciples and the bible said the sea came against the disciples and all of a sudden they saw that jesus was walking on the sea and they feared for their lives because they thought they had seen a ghost now i need you to understand this story all the other gospels recorded this story that jesus walked on the water to meet the disciples the people or the multitude did not see jesus walk on the on the water only the 12 disciples saw jesus walk on the water are we together follow carefully you need to understand this story because if you do not understand this part of the story the rest might seem like or might seem too abstract for you so jesus now has when he was at the shore he has sent people away the multitudes away so they saw that the disciples had already taken the lead so the bible said when they came back the next morning to the other side of the sea they saw that jesus was already there now they began to ask jesus how come you are here at the other side because we know you had no boat in the night we know that this the disciples took the only boat you had so the bible said on the following day when the people were standing on the other side of the sea they saw that there was no other boat except that which the disciples had entered and when they saw jesus on the other side of the boat they asked him how come you are here do you understand
Padushu Vradish Katabatagatabanaba. So verse 25, the Bible says, And when they found Jesus on the other side of the sea, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you come here? When? What time did you come here? Verse 26, Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, You seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate of the loaves and were filled now do you understand this jesus had already fed five thousand men alone in the night so when they came the next morning they did not come because they were looking for jesus they came because they were looking for food like when people hear that this place they are serving free food everybody wants to be there everybody wants to partake everybody you see on our wedding day my wife was telling me the people in the neighborhood everybody rushed to the wedding because they heard we were sharing free food when people hear of free food everybody wants to be a partaker because they are not spending a dime on the food we just want to be a part of the free food yes so jesus said you didn't come because you saw signs you didn't come because you heard the voice of god you came because you heard that i shared free food last night and so you are here this morning to follow up to follow up on the food please understand this contest if you do not understand this you will miss out on the whole message verse 27 jesus now says do not labor for the food which perishes but for the food which endures to everlasting life which is the son of man or which the son of man will give you because god the father has set his seal on him hmm. you see we are going to go very deep we are going to go very deep jesus has started preaching in case you have not noticed they came and they asked him how come you are here how come you are here how come you are here and then jesus answered by preaching he started preaching and he said you are here not because you seek me not because you saw the signs but because you ate of the loaves and were filled now do not labor for the food which perishes but for the food which endures to everlasting life which the son of man will give you because god the father has set his seal on him jesus has already started preaching now it is the duty of the church to notice and realize when the man of God begins to preach the man of God might never give you a sign when he begins preaching he will never give you a sign when he begins to share the mind of God or the word of God but it is the duty of the people under the sound of my voice to notice that the man of God has started speaking the word of God do not just be there and be waiting what are you waiting for the man of god has started preaching jesus has started sharing and yet many of you are still waiting 
are we still speaking under the theme the misconceptions of the holy communion of course the message has begun now the question is are you noticing this are you realizing this are you following this are you a part of this verse 28 and they said to him what shall we do that we may work the works of god in other words what shall we do that we may do the requirements of god you need to come you need to come to a place where you understand that god as a father god as a king god as the god most high he has requirement of his own you do not come to the church anyhow you do not serve god anyhow you do not worship God anyhow you do not pray to God anyhow because there are strict requirements in the kingdom of God that many people have take for granted they think God is so forgiven they think God is so open-minded they think God is so free that anybody can do whatever they want to do in the church that anybody can say whatever they want to say in the church that anybody can do whatever they feel like doing up I came to inform you that there are requirements in the kingdom of God there are requirements in the ministry you are serving there are requirements in this work you are in this journey you are on are you hearing me somebody you do not just come up to listen to the word of God there are requirements there are steps there are Strategies, there are principles, there are rules, there are constitutions, there are laws. Am I speaking to somebody? The people asked, What do we have to do in order to work the requirements of God? What do we need to do, man of God, in order to follow the will of God? What do we need to do, man of God, in order to understand how the deep things of God? There are requirements. Verse 29. Jesus answered them and said, This is the requirement of God. <laughs> Listen to me, somebody. In the kingdom of God, in the kingdom of God there is only one requirement only one only one only one somebody say one there is only one requirement in the kingdom of God remember Jesus said this is the work or the requirement you see Jesus didn't say the works Jesus didn't say the requirements Jesus said the work singular God there is only one requirement to be in the kingdom of God and Jesus says this is the requirement of God that you believe in him whom he sent oh God are you hearing Jesus he said the only requirement is that you will believe in him whom he sent in other words the only requirement to be in the kingdom of God is that you might believe in Jesus Christ who is the son of God are we together am I making any sense 
and now Jesus begins to break this down Jesus begins to break this down verse 30 therefore they said to him what sign will you perform then that we may see it and believe you what requirement or what work will you do verse 31 they said our fathers ate the manna in the desert as it is written he gave them bread from heaven to eat then jesus said to them most assuredly i say to you moses did not give you the bread from heaven you see the manna they were eating in the wilderness they thought that the manna was the bread the promised bread that the people were supposed to eat to receive life but jesus then came to explain to them that the manna you ate was not the bread from heaven many of you think the prophecies you are receiving is the will of god for you no many of you you are thinking huh, the messages you are hearing huh, is the will of god for you no huh, but the actual will of god for you is for you to abide under him to abide in him to serve him with all of your life with all of your heart with all of your mind the prophecies are saying you will do well in life yes the prophecy is true but that is not the main will of god for your life the manner you are eating the manner you are feeding on even though it is a blessing from god the actual blessing is yet to come jesus said the manner you ate in the wilderness was not the promised bread no Moses did not give you the bread from heaven but my father gives you the true bread from heaven there is a true bread there is a true word there is a true prophecy there is a true will you need to understand these things there is a true requirement you need to understand these things verse 33 for the bread of god is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world you see i need you to understand this the manna you ate in the wilderness is not the promised bread the actual bread the true bread is the son which is given by god for the bread of god is he who comes down from heaven is he, he the bread is he the bread is a human being oh god i know i know i know these things are hard to understand i know but i pray to god that any boundaries in your heart any boundaries in your mind any boundaries in your spirit shall be broken up and set free that the word of god can break through that the word of god can abide that the word of god can excel in the name 
of Jesus in the next one minute begin to speak in tongues in the next one minute begin to speak in tongues Shout Jesus three times. Jesus said, The true bread is He, a human being. He, can you imagine? Oh God, help me bless your people. Listen to this. Verse 34. Then they said to Jesus, Lord, give us this bread always. The people placed a demand on the bread. The people placed a demand on the bread. That is what I wish that we would do tonight. That we can place a demand, a demand on the bread. Somebody say a demand on the bread. A demand, a demand, a demand, a demand, a demand, a demand on the bread. The people said, Lord, give us this bread always. Watch what happens. And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Listen to this. There is no other scripture apart from the gospel of John that repeats this statement. Now, my question is, how come Jesus preaches this deep message and yet not a single person apart from John records the message? Which means that even this message that I am preaching, there is a possibility that not a single person will record this. Not a single person will understand it. Not a single person will take it at heart. But I pray that you will not be as stubborn as people of old. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Not the breath of not the breath of life the bread of life the bread the promised bread it is i <laughs> so the message now becomes weird to the people the people are saying lord give us this bread always and jesus is saying i am the bread of life you see it's so weird what is this and then jesus goes on to say he who comes to me shall never hunger and this statement is very very important jesus says he who comes to me will never hunger or shall never hunger he who seeks my face shall never when you come to god it means you you seek the face of god when you come to god it means you are looking for god when you come to god it means you are worshiping god when you come to god it means you have entered into the presence of god and jesus is saying he who comes to me shall never hunger 
so now Jesus is beginning to explain what it means to take the bread to take the bread means that you must seek the face of God means that you must pray for God means that you must yearn for God means that you must enter into the presence of God communing with God or sharing the bread of God simply means entering into the presence of God please understand this I am the bread of life he who comes to me shall never hunger it means when you come to God you are feeding on the bread just by coming you are feeding on the bread just by seeking his face you are feeding on the bread just just by fasting and praying to Jesus or praying through Jesus you are God are we together and now Jesus is talking about the bread and the wine so now he goes ahead to say he who believes in me shall never test <laughs> I don't know if this makes sense to you he who comes to me when you come to me that is how you feed on the bread now when you believe in me that is how you feed on my blood or you feed on the wine So when you come to God and you say, Lord, we have come to draw from you. We have come to draw from you. What you mean to say is, we are believing in you and we have confidence that you do this for us. We have confidence that you give us your presence. We have confidence that you take care of us. We have confidence that you protect us. Now, when you place your trust in God, when you place your confidence in God, when you place your belief in God, that is what it means to feed on the wine. I know these things are hard to believe even the apostles did not understand yeah even the apostles did not understand and these are not just my words it's written wait verse 36 the bible says but i said to you that you have seen me and yet do not believe they have seen jesus and yet they do not believe which means that they do not partake in the body and the blood of jesus understand when we talk about the holy communion we are talking about feeding on the bread and the wine and when we talk about feeding on the bread we are talking about coming to seek the face of god and when we talk about feeding on the wine or drinking the wine we are talking about placing your trust in jesus alone that is all verse 37 all that the father gives me will come to you the one who comes to me i will by no means cast away jesus is saying those who will come to me in other words those who feed on my word those who feed on the bread those who feed on me i will never cast away because the holy communion simply means feeding on the word of god or coming to seek the face of jesus that is all but hold on i'm not even done yet i'm not even done yet Ooh. verse 39 jesus then says this is the will of the father who sent me that all he has given me i should lose nothing but should raise it up at the last day verse 40 
and this is the will of him who sent me that everyone who sees the son please understand the holy communion the phrase holy communion is not found in the bible it is a term that we have generated to explain what it means to feed on the body of jesus you see whenever we talk about the holy communion many of you have some strange imaginations the holy communion e communion there e challenge communion there you have to be careful you need to understand this this is the will of him do not forget jesus is explaining what he meant by the requirement of god there is only one requirement in the kingdom of god and that requirement is to have the holy communion con con continuously that is the only requirement you need to be successful in the kingdom of god please understand this please understand this so god goes on or jesus goes on to say this is the will the only will of the father who sent me that everyone who sees the son because by seeking the son or seeking the face of the son you are feeding on the bread and believes in him in other words feed on the wine that is together the holy communion this and this alone is the will of god for everybody who claims is a christian Please, people, I was raised as a Methodist. I was not allowed to take the communion until I graduated from Sunday school into the adult service. Please listen. There are so many things in the church today that are not biblical. I need you to understand this these are the things that i say that they insult me every day please understand the communion was never meant for righteous people the communion the holy communion is the will of god for everybody that claims to be a christian whether the person is a child or the person is an adult what matters is we must train the people to seek the face of god that is feeding on the bread and to believe in god that is feeding on the wine listen when the priests come and we are coming to give the holy communion we usually put on our cassock our 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 priestly outfit there is nothing wrong with that but i will go further as i go further you come to understand that the holy communion is much more than the breaking of bread physically and the sharing of wine do you understand this this is why god god has called some of us at this age that we can preach the actual word of god not to follow the traditions of the elders that is what we came to meet that is how we were raised but we are not called to follow the patterns of the traditions of the elders please understand this and this 
verse 40 john chapter 6 verse 40 and this is the will of him who sent me that everyone who sees the son or seeks the face of the son and believes in him when you seek the face of jesus you are taking the bread and when you believe it that saying jesus you are taking the wine that is simply the holy communion <laughs> okay jump to verse 48 jesus repeats the statement i am the bread of life jump to verse 51 jesus says i am the living bread which came down from heaven if anyone is of this bread he will live forever and the bread that i shall give is my flesh which i shall give for the life of the world the bread that i give is my flesh my flesh my flesh which means that when you seek the face of god it is like you have put on a new body the flesh of jesus the actual flesh of jesus covers your body that is why he said for this my body was broken for you so that any sickness that is supposed to touch your physical body by putting on the flesh of jesus you are not permitted to get sick you are not permitted to go through attacks because physically the flesh of Jesus comes to cover you <laughs> oh God I know I know I know you are wondering what is he saying how come I've never heard anything like this before even Jesus himself when he preached this message nobody understood only John the Apostle <laughs> verse 53 then jesus said to them most assuredly i say to you unless you eat the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood you have no life in you <laughs> in other words unless you seek my face and believe in me there is no life in you you do not get life when you take physically the communion what we call the communion i will explain all of these things but hold on you need to understand that what we call the holy communion the bread like what we did on the 31st of december we all took the holy communion right that communion that we took is only a symbol it stands for something you need to understand these things okay let's move on jesus repeats verse 54 whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life he has already explained that what it means to eat his flesh is seeking his face when you seek the face of jesus it simply means you are eating his flesh and what it means to drink his blood simply means you are placing all of your trust all of your hope all of your confidence in him alone that is what it means to drink his blood do you understand these things is there anybody who is lost if you are not lost say i am not if you are not saying something i want to know i want to take my time to break this down because even the apostles did not understand 
so I will understand if you do not understand Audrey says I'm lost so what is your question Audrey what's your question ask me ask, ask me your question Miracle says I'm not. Yes, I want to see the rest of you. What about the rest of you? If you are lost, say I'm lost. If you are not, say I am not. <laughs> I understand Josephine, I understand L. I am not Eugenia. That's awesome. Oji says I am lost. Okay. Now let's go back. Let's do a bit of recap. The people are looking for bread to eat because Jesus has shared free food in the past, just a day before, a night before. So they come, they are looking for food to eat. And Jesus says, Do not put your trust in food that perishes, but place your trust in food that doesn't perish. And they ask him, What kind of food doesn't perish? And Jesus says, The true food that is given by God. And the people are asking him, What true food is given by God? And Jesus is saying, I am He, I am the bread of life, I am He, I am the true food that is given by God. And people are asking, ah, You that you are a human being, you are saying you are the true food, so what, what do we do? Do we cut your body and eat you up and drink your blood? What, what kind of nonsense is this? Yes, and the people thought it was nonsense. And when I get to there, that point you understand. The people thought it was nonsense. And Jesus begins to explain, No, this is what it means to eat my flesh what it means to eat my flesh simply is coming to seek my face coming to pray through me coming to believe me for things that is what it means to eat my flesh and to drink my blood to drink my blood simply means putting all of your belief all of your trust all of your hope in me And that is what we call feeding on the bread or feeding on the body and the blood of Jesus is what we call the Holy Communion, right? Follow carefully. And Jesus is saying, whoever feeds on my flesh or whoever eats the bread, that is me, I will give that person my flesh. I will give that person my flesh. I will give that person my body. So that anything that your physical body is supposed to go through, my body will go through for your sake. Which means that when they tell you you have fibroid, but because you sought my face, because you came to me, then you will now, that fibroid,
fibroid would disappear for my sake because you sought my face which is my body which means you ate my bread so that fibroid will be will be passed on to my body so that your body will be free and that is what we call healing are we together you let's go on i will explain more things as we move on verse 55 jesus says for my flesh is food <laughs> he says again for my flesh is food indeed and my blood is drink indeed so now the people are confused you are a human being should we cut up your body and eat your skin or we drink your blood we don't get what you are saying but they are forgetting the part where jesus said what it means to feed on my flesh is simply seeking my face so whenever you pray to god lord i need you lord i need you lord i need you you are already engaging the holy communion of jesus and now when you place your trust in this same jesus you are engaging the wine or the blood of jesus do you understand this is so simple i i don't understand why you don't get this Oh God. Okay. So jump to verse 58. Jesus says, This is the bread which came down from heaven. Not as your father's ex, the manna listen to this he's saying not as your fathers ate the manna because the manna you ate was a physical food do you understand this food i am talking about is not physical hello this food that i am talking about is not physical so he's saying this bread is not like the manna that your fathers ate in the past no he's saying as for this bread whoever will eat it will live forever which means when you seek the face of jesus and you place your trust in jesus which is the only requirement of god you will live forever in other words even if you die physically your spirit will live on in a place that awaits the next life oh god I wish I was preaching to the church. You see, we will go to the communion you know. We will go to the Holy Communion that you all know. And I will explain to you why Jesus did it. Verse 59. The Bible said, These things Jesus said in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Now, 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 understand this there are four gospels in the bible the gospel according to matthew the gospel according to mark the gospel according to luke and the gospel according to john my question is how come how come none of them record this 
Do you understand? How come none of them record this apart from John? None of them recorded it in their books. And the answer or the reason they did not record this is, is in John chapter 6 verse 60. John chapter 6 verse 60. The Bible said, therefore, many of his, of his disciples, when they heard this preaching, they said, this is a hard saying. Who can understand it? None of, the, none of the, his disciples understood. They didn't understand. That is why Matthew didn't record it. Mark didn't record it. Luke didn't record it. And even John, it took him so many years to record it because none of them understood. This is a hard, this is a hard saying. This is a difficult message to understand. This is a difficult message to understand. The Bible said the disciples said, many of the disciples said, this is a very difficult message to understand. Verse 61, when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about the message, he said to them, does this message offend you? You see, they started insulting Jesus. We should feed on your body and drink your what, what is this? But the man has already given you a clue. He is saying, Those of you who seek my face, you are eating my flesh, and those of you who believe in me, you are drinking my blood. It's as simple as that. But they they insulted him because of this. And you see, the disciples did not understand and they did not want to offend their readers. So none of them recorded it. Do you understand? Because this message was controversial. This message was very controversial. So Matthew decided I won't write. Mark decided I won't write. Luke decided I won't write. But John, having understood it, said, let me break it down for you. <laughs> oh, come on. You sound like you are lost. If you are not, let me know you are not. So that we can progress. If you are not lost, say, I am not lost. I want to know we are together. This is a teaching service. We are teaching, we are teaching each other. We are teaching one another. I'm not lost. That is encouraging. I'm not lost. That is encouraging. I'm not lost. We are together. We are. Come on. That is awesome. Okay. <laughs> now I will still understand if you are lost because even the apostles did not understand. And the man who preached the original message, Jesus Himself, <laughs> still they insulted him. Okay. Listen to what happened. Verse 61. Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained about it. And he said to them, Does this offend you? Verse 62. What then should you see the Son of Man ascend where he was before? Verse 63. It is the Spirit 
who gives life for the flesh profits nothing do you understand this is why jesus said for the flesh profits nothing which means that this bread i am referring to is not an ordinary bread and i am not referring to my physical body which means that should you cut my flesh and eat it will still profit you nothing you see christians we do not understand the bible we choose a verse we quote and pray with it for the flesh prophets nothing for the flesh prophets nothing. why is jesus saying it because the people did not understand and the people thought that when jesus said eat my flesh he meant cut my body and eat me no so he said my flesh prophets nothing it is the spirit that gives life And that is why Jesus said, For the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Which means that what I am preaching to you about, I am not referring to a physical thing. I am not referring to a canal thing. I am not referring to something you can touch or see. But I am talking about things that are spirit. So he said, The words I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Oh God that we may understand you oh god open up our eyes into spiritual realities that even difficult things to understand might become easy by your spirit <laughs> verse 64 but there are some of you who do not believe in me you see judas iscariot what with jesus for three and a half years and yet he never had the holy communion understand this jesus having a son called john sorry judas iscariot after everything judas iscariot never believed in jesus which means he never but uh, he never was involved in the holy communion because when we are talking about the holy communion we are talking about seeking the face of god and believing in jesus but judas iscariot never believed in jesus so jesus said this there are some of you who do not believe for jesus knew from the beginning who they were who did not believe and would betray him and he said therefore i have said to you that no one can come to me unless it has been granted to him by my father verse 66 from that time the bible said many of his disciples went back and walked with jesus no more do you understand which means that jesus lost a lot of disciples because of this preaching being a man of god means teaching the difficult things niv says from this time many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him being a man of god is about preaching the difficult things the people do not like it the people are not comfortable with it but we do not have the freedom of free of preaching the things they love 
that is why sometimes i come and preach very difficult things and it seems as though nobody is following it seems as though the people are not joining in because nobody wants to hear about it but i i have no choice even jesus knowing that he would lose disciples still preached it <laughs> the misconceptions about the holy communion please people i know that you are going to say even if the people of prayer life do not say it the multitudes are going to say this small boy what does he know something that we have been doing something that we have been doing since the days of the of the fathers since the days of the church you are coming to say that is not what the holy communion stands for yes i know i do not say these things because i am comfortable with them i say these things because this is the word of god and even your bible doesn't write about it except john the apostle verse 67 jesus said to the 12 do you also want to go away do you also want to go away will you also leave miracle will you also leave because what is he saying what do you know what do you know even the big prophets in the bible the even the big prophets in our days in ghana they are doing it you what do you know even your church you do not have 200 people i know but i didn't come to say these things because i am comfortable with them i came to say these things because this is the word of god he said i am the bread of life not the communion you eat in your church are these my words or this is the word of god you follow somebody is asking okay man of god if 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 the holy communion is not the bread that we eat how come every 31st december we eat the holy communion prayer life how come every 31st december we eat it you wait i will get there i, I want you to understand something jesus turned and said to the 12 said the people are angry because of the message i'm teaching so he's asking the 12 are you guys also going to leave are you also going to leave me and they were all quiet nobody could speak because they were all considering it and see what happens simon peter answered and said lord to whom shall we go you have the words of the of eternal life also we have come to believe and know that you are the christ the son of the living god we have nowhere else to go and jesus you see peter did not say we believe you <laughs> oh god peter knowing that they are watching here but well you know we have nowhere else to go so you it is okay we are not leaving we are staying not because we believe we are staying not because we understand we are staying because we have nowhere else to go and jesus said did i not choose you the 12 and even amongst you one of you is the devil <laughs> do not forget 
verse 71 says jesus spoke of judas iscariot the son of simon for it was he who would betray jesus being one of the twelve so you see the, the holy communion that you you guys know that 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 we call the last supper jesus revealed judas iscariot but the original holy communion which is the actual holy communion jesus had already revealed the one who was to betray him <laughs> oh god the holy communion that you guys know about it is called the lord's table or the lord's supper the cup of blessing or the breaking of bread some churches call it the eucharist some churches call it the giving of things please understand the lord's supper that you know of the lord's table that you know of is a symbol a symbol is a thing that represents or stands for something else especially a material object representing something abstract you see this teaching that jesus taught the disciples they did not understand and that is why jesus decided to break it down with a symbol so that by doing so the people might appreciate the actual teaching or the abstract teaching that he taught them years ago God. listen to this let us visit the holy communion what we call the holy communion matthew chapter 26 verse 6 matthew chapter 26 verse 26 that's the holy communion or what we call the holy communion and as they were eating as they were eating you see the bible says as they were eating this is not a special this is not a special food do you understand as they were eating jesus took bread there was not a special bread set aside for the event as they were eating ordinarily as they always eat this time jesus took bread blessed it and broke it and he gave it to the disciples and said take it this is my body then he took the cup the normal cup he's he's been drinking from do you understand this 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 thing that we call the holy communion is an illustration god the same cup he has been drinking from he took it he gave thanks and gave it to, to them saying drink from it all of you this is my blood of the new covenant which is shed for many for the remission of sins guys read verse 29 please post it for me verse 29 jesus says but i say to you 
I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom Jesus is saying this dinner or this supper we are having this ordinary supper we are having I will not do it again until the day I will meet you in heaven you see the Bible writers or the scholars call this an institution or they say this is where Jesus established the Holy Communion I am sorry to say that this was never an establishment this was never a setting up this was never a start this was never an initiation this was never a founding this was never a foundation this was never an inception this was never a creation this was never an inauguration but rather this was a finality this was a conclusiveness this was a decisiveness this what this was a completeness this was something that was ending it was an illustration that Jesus did that the people might understand the message he had taught in the past that they didn't understand you see this is not called the Holy Communion this is called the Lord's Supper or the Lord's table the Lord's Supper is a certification that you have it, it is a certification that you have just had a Holy Communion with God it is a certificate that I just had a holy communion with God. For an example, I have a marriage certificate tucked away in a brown envelope somewhere in our house. However, the actual marriage is not the piece of paper that we have, but the relationship that I have with my wife. Do you understand? what the church calls the holy communion is only a certificate it is a sign a signet it is a symbol it is a seal that i have only had a holy a holy communion or i have just gone through a holy communion with god the actual thing is not the holy communion because what did jesus say jesus says when you partake of my bread and you partake of the wine you will live forever now let me ask you if you take the bread and the wine in church will you live forever if you are if you are living a sinful life do you understand what jesus did was an illustration so symbols and illustrations are still important but they are not meant to replace the original thing you see is it not demeaning that these days when people come to church up and we are taking the holy communion up everybody checks their character up everybody checks their attitude up everybody checks their behavior up everybody is so on point up and everybody dresses nicely up because we believe up we are going to the lord's table up in other words up we think in that we are partaking in the holy communion of God but I am sorry to tell you that is never 
have the holy communion have that is only a symbol have that is meant have, to stand for have the actual relationship you have with god have. because when we talk about the holy communion have we are talking about have, seeking the face of god have and placing all of your trust in god have. and so have the days that we say have the symbol have everybody is upright have, but the days have that we say jesus have everybody misbehaves have. many people misbehave have. many people act like they do not care have, because we think have, this is an ordinary message have, because we think have, this is an ordinary word have, because we think have, this is only one of the preachings and yet it is when you come to partake of the body the word the message the prayer seeking the face of god that is what it actually means to commune with god the symbol was never meant to replace the original let me take you to first corinthians chapter 11. first corinthians chapter 11 people understand the misconceptions we have about the holy communion you see have you seen people take the holy communion they feel righteous they feel holy they feel untouchable they feel they, they will never end up in hell they feel oh god la ruma da sugar but that physical food that you take will mean nothing if you do not seek the face of god because seeking the face of god actually is the holy communion believing in god actually is the drinking of the wine not the illustration why do we take it as a ministry every 31st december have you not wondered why we only take it once a year we do the illustration once a year but the holy communion we take it every day whenever we gather here to seek the face of god we are taking the holy communion whenever we come here to seek the face of god we are taking the holy communion whenever we come to place our trust in god we are seeking the holy communion so day in day out we are taking the holy communion now the reason we only do it on the 31st of december is this so that anybody that joins us for the first time who didn't have the opportunity to partake in the communion we have been taking throughout the year would also be given the chance to participate in it on that day so we give we we take the holy communion on the 31st of december as a ministry to give the people everybody the new people who join the people who are joining for the first time the true went people the people who are not serious the people who are joining for the first time we are giving all of these people the chance to partake in that which we have been doing throughout the year that they they were never a part of do you understand I am not saying the communion is not important no that is not what i'm saying i am not saying the lord's supper is not important that is not what i'm saying i'm not saying the lord's table is irrelevant that is never what i am saying but what i am saying is the lord's supper or the lord's table is 
a symbol of an actual thing so you are not meant to go to the lord's table to replace the actual thing we are supposed to do which is seek the face of god that is feeding it on his body and then placing all of your trust in him that is feeding on his blood first corinthians chapter 11 verse 11 in the following directives i have no praise for you for your meetings do more than good your meetings do more harm than good verse 18 in the first place i hear that when you come together as a church there are divisions among you and to some extent i believe it you see apostle paul is talking about a church that doesn't have love Apostle Paul is talking about a church that doesn't seek the face of God. Apostle Paul is talking about a church that doesn't believe in God. And so he's saying, your meetings are doing more harm than good because <laughs> the explanation is coming. There are divisions among you. There is no love among you everybody has a hidden character everybody has a hidden attitude everybody has something against the other verse 19 he says no doubt there have there have to be differences among you to show which of you have god's approval verse 20 so then when you come together it is not the lord's supper you eat <laughs> oh god please I am not the only one who had this understanding, you for you to think Apostle Paul said, when you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper you eat, which means what you claim is the Lord's Supper, it is not the Holy Communion. How come you have no love in your heart? You have no love in you. You have no trust in God. You do not believe in the word of God. And you think you are, you are partaking in the Holy Communion. You are joking. When you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper you eat. <laughs> Verse 21. For when you are eating some of you go ahead with your own private suppers oh god <laughs> For when you are eating, some of you go ahead with your own private suppers. As a result, one person remains hungry, another gets drunk. Listen to me, somebody. That Holy Communion has nothing to do with food. What the Lord did called the Lord's Supper was only an illustration. It was not an establishment. It was an illustration. 
but the people thought by eating at the lord's supper they are partaking in the holy communion and paul is saying what you think is the holy communion it's not it is not the holy communion so some people those who are rich they bring more food so that they can partake <laughs> are we not joking please these things are in the bible i always make sure that the content i share with you are based strictly on the word of god it's not like we come and share things anyhow paul is saying the same thing to the church the holy communion has nothing to do with food what jesus did was only an illustration but amazingly we missed the message and we are preaching the symbol we miss the relevance and we are preaching the symbol we miss the object and we are preaching the symbol and so everybody is so keen about the symbol today hey sister so when you say why you're don't come and take the holy communion the lord's supper why because the actual holy communion is more than the food paul said the holy communion <laughs> listen to this verse 22 paul says don't you have homes to eat and drink in don't you have a home miracle don't you have a home to eat and drink in you can eat as much as you want to eat in your house that is because the holy communion has nothing to do with physical food but we have missed the message that says jesus said i am the bread of life we have missed the message and we are preaching the symbol <laughs> or do you despise the church of god by humiliating those who have nothing what shall i say to you shall i praise you certainly not in this matter guys do not be perplexed do not think we are preaching weird things and we, you have no idea what we are talking about these things are written in your bible jump to verse 27 apostle paul says therefore whoever eats this bread this 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 oh god paul is referring to a particular bread he's saying whenever or whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup he is being specific of the lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood oh oh i don't know how you read your bible in an unworthy manner those of you who come to seek the face of god and yet you are sleeping somewhere with a married man you are partaking in the holy communion in an unworthy manner that's that is what apostle paul is saying now if we make a mistake into thinking the holy communion only has to do with the illustration we do in the church then people will be tempted to live right only when they are coming to take the food but it is more than that it 
it is not about the wine you you take in church it is not about the bread you take in church no when you seek the face of god in an unworthy manner paul is saying you will be guilty of the body do not dare seek the face of god when you know you do not have love for your neighbor when you know you do not care about things of the spirit when you know you do not respect the chosen ones when you know you you you, you can't give a hoot about god because the holy communion taking the bread is seeking the face of god and drinking the wine is believing in god you claim you believe in god yet you have no respect for the word of god you have no respect for the instructions that are given you have no respect for the things that are shared according to the word of god you have no respect for the people of god you have no respect for the maid you are living with you have no respect for your mother your apostle paul is saying you will be guilty of the body and the blood of of the lord people the holy communion is more than the illustration in the church the holy communion is more than the illustration in prayer life the holy communion is about believing in god and seeking the face of god who do you think god is that you can live your life anyhow and still claim you are seeking the face of god you will always be guilty of that same blood have you not read the scripture that said whoever says anything offensive to the spirit will not be forgiven it is the same thing that is happening here when you do this you are insulting god that you do not respect god but you come to services for healing you do not respect god but you join prophetic services for transformation for a change of story that is what it means to 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 take the holy communion in an unworthy manner do you understand because the person is looking for a testimony <laughs> it will shock you by the time you leave the service this is what the bible says 20 verse 28 let a man examine himself before you seek the face of God some of you you think it's a joke uh, do you think you can go to the king in Ashanti region you think you can go and seek his face for seeking sake <laughs> oh God and if mere kings on this earth you cannot go to them in an unworthy manner how much more the king of kings you need to understand the requirement of god this is what it means every man was let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup let him seek the face of god and believe in god only after you have examined yourself verse 29 for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself when you seek the face of god claim you believe in god 
and yet it is not God you believe in. It is in Alpha Hour you believe. It is in prophetic services you believe. It is in prayer life you believe, but not God. Apostle Paul is saying, you are drinking judgment on yourself. Hey. I wish you understood what I was saying. I just wish you understood. 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 Verse 30. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you and many are dead guys this is more than the symbol this is more than the symbol you claim you are seeking the face of god in an unworthy manner hey apostle paul is saying that is the reason many of the people in the church are sick which means that many of the sicknesses are not from the devil they are from your unfaithfulness and pretense and hypocrisy you are seeking the holy communion you are seeking you are seeking the face of god in an unholy manner you are drawing judgment upon yourself you are drawing sicknesses upon yourself that is what the bible is saying oh no papa then you come prayer life oh lord we are seeking your face you know what you are doing do you know what you are doing you don't know your scriptures it is it is much more than what the devil can do to you God. Verse 32. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. Therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, you know what it means to eat, right? Paul says, when you come together, to seek the face of God when you come together to partake in the Holy Communion wait for one another you see when you read the new King James or the King James you might not really understand but when you read the NIV Apostle Paul says so then my brothers and sisters when you gather to eat you should all eat together when you seek the face of God you should do it in one accord you should do it in one spirit you should do it in unity that is what he means you need to understand the Bible things are not just as they are 
Jesus has never been into symbols but he was pushed to bring symbols so that the people would understand the actual message he preached and yet everybody's focus is on the symbol today and nobody's talking about the actual message I mean even the Bible preaches about the symbol and nobody talks about the message Matthew doesn't talk about it and yet he talks about the symbol Mark doesn't talk about it and yet he talks about the symbol Luke doesn't talk about it and yet he talks about the symbol only John talks about the actual message and so when you read the Bible carefully John didn't waste his time on the symbol. John didn't waste his time on the symbol. Because John wrote the, his gospel many years after the first three were released. So John took his time to read all three. And then he, he knew the things that were missing and so he wrote and so john is the only one that talks about the actual message of the holy communion no one else talks about it and i am not shocked that even the church focuses on the symbol and nobody talks about the actual message listen to me somebody the fact that we came to meet something doesn't mean that is the way jesus said i am the way I am the way and he said I am the bread of life Jesus alone Jesus first warns the people about the person who warned him who sorry who betrayed him when he was talking about the message of the Holy Communion and during the illustration there again he dips the bread in the wine and gives it to Judas Iscariot and he walks out that was all an illustration he had already preached the actual message symbols are never meant to replace the original word of God it is my prayer that this word that I have shared with you shall stay with you that even though you continue to dine at the Lord's table in your various churches in prayer life it will never be a replacement for the actual message of Jesus Christ which is the bread of life I pray that in all things your way might be right in all things your way might be upright in all things you might be considered blameless in Jesus mighty name I pray amen let the, the believer shout amen now do you have any questions you say, he to bring is a life do you have any questions do you have any questions are there any first timers here this is the first time you are joining us God bless you guys so much. Thank you for being a part of the service. I hope I have been a blessing to you. Bye bye.
Yeah.